Well, hello, everyone. I'm back again. It is Friday the 23rd of February, and I'm sitting here with my first and last beer for today. Wait, let me get my microphone a bit closer. Oh, yeah. Okay, guys. Um, I didn't expect to come back so soon, because... Uh, I still have work, as usual. My apartment looks like a mess, to be honest. Um, I can't... I notice I can't have visitors at my at my home anytime soon. It looks uh, terrible. It's not dirty or anything like that. Just very chaotic, and I love chaos. Um, in case you wonder what kind of person I am, or if I clean up my, 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 uh, my apartment on a regular basis... Well, I think the basic cleaning is something I actually do, surprisingly so. It's it's never really dirty, you know, it's dusty at some point, yeah, that's true. Uh, I have a very high tolerance for dust, but uh, it's never dirty, like, you know, you see mess, you have, like, uh, mold or something developing somewhere on, on a plate, or garbage bags piling up, this kind of messy nonsense, no. That's not what I'm, what I have, nor something that I would ever tolerate myself doing. That's not really the case, but I have my tools all around the place. I have like power drills in my bedroom flying around. I have like a toolbox with pliers and, and whatnot, all you can think of, all sorts of screws, everything flying around because I did use it constantly almost on a daily basis during uh, the beginning of winter time while I was trying to, you know, establish a few things, uh, assemble some, some furniture and, and, um, figuring out how I could cheaply but still effectively create my wardrobe. And I, I took my time doing it. It wasn't like, like you know, I'm, I'm going to drive to a construction store and just buy some supplies and build the whole thing in, in one afternoon. Had I enough practice doing that kind of stuff, I think I would have been able to do that. But it's like, you know, my very first own very primitive uh, wardrobe, and I was dealing with that. Uh, just, I think a couple of days ago, I made a, I ordered a curtain, like I said, I think I told you this from, from Timu, um, uh, curtains in Germany cost like over a hundred bucks when you want them printed with a certain picture or graphic or stuff like that. And you want that, that image to be separated on a three-parter, uh, a panel curtain or something like that. So that's the most expensive. The more parts you want, the more expensive the whole print is going to be, which is kind of nonsense because it's like the same material made in China. It's not like we're dealing with super high quality here. That's, that's nonsense. Anybody telling you this is lying. So why should I waste like uh, almost 200% more uh, or by far even more money? on something I don't really need, or at least if I need it, then it has to be cheap enough to do the job. You know, I don't I don't see the value in spending money for something ridiculous like a fucking curtain. I just don't get it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not that kind of person. Well, anyway, never mind that. Um, weather is pretty harsh. Uh, I have another headache because of that. I'm very sensible to weather change every single time without exception. It's, it is annoying, but I used to have migraines when I was younger, uh, very heavy, heavy migraines, which were unbearable, really, and, and very troubling to get by. And uh, you're so incapitated, you can't really do anything. 
Uh, never mind. Um, my head is doing fine for now, so that's why I'm going to enjoy this uh, uh, Bayreuther beer. Yeah. It's not bad, actually. It does, does, it's not as good as my favorite <clears throat> Ichiban Japanese beer. Uh, of course, it's a different type of beer, but you know, for, for German beer, I think it's okay. I'm not a fan of German beer. Mm. But this one tastes kind of good. Anyway, <clears throat> I the reason why I wanted to get back online is because there is um, this this whole very modern approach to uh, women, especially women, uh, about the, being super positive about yourself. And we all know these these high, super, wannabe, sophisticated, uh, privileged, I need everything, I deserve everything women that make our lives a bit more difficult. And it's surprisingly so. There is a, after all this backlash in social media by lots of men, you know, uh, just illustrating how uh, beneficial it is to go your own way instead of falling into the same trap over and over again, which I am a huge fan of. But um, at, at this time, I found an article online that deals with uh, self-motivation and uh, self-glorifying yourself, if you will. You know, like uh, appreciation uh, for yourself, approval for yourself, and making yourself always feel good enough or so good that you can actually survive the day or, or your life, which is remarkable that an article like this will be presented uh, today while the power seems to shift between men and women all the time here. But since lots of people are sick of this, the super uh, toxic positivity uh, online where, you know, you cannot escape this stuff. You, you find it everywhere, especially on Instagram. People celebrating how great they look in the dress once again or how great their fucking cleavage looks. I, I don't care. You know, I, it's 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 disgusting at some point. Even even if she looks super hot, what do I care? Why should I care? Why should anyone care? But this article, which I'm not going to link, uh, there is no information in the article that is worth uh, you know studying in depth. It's just an analysis of how, psychologically speaking, this kind of approval. Uh, messes with your head and makes you feel better about yourself and it was always about the goal maintaining that level of feeling uh, strong feeling a positive feeling self-love this kind of th uh, this this kind of thing without ever which I find interesting without ever really going to this direction that if you work for something that you want to have in your life when you work for change and no not just like you know losing weight going on a diet uh, if you actually do something that deserves approval this can actually benefit your life a lot more and make you feel a lot more uh, true emotional value in that experience in the exchange of let's say a performance for someone or a nice gesture for someone physically not on fucking social media i mean physically and the feedback you get the approval and respect that you get is real 
That is something you should go by. This was not in the article, not one fucking bit. It was always about the psychology and then drifting into racism at school that how, you know, negative impact on, on students, on minors, uh, uh, or no, not minors, minorities is what I'm looking for. <laughs> like, you know, black people, I don't know, Chinese, uh, Hispanic, whatever. Um, of course, it's difficult in, in school to talk about this kind of stuff and racism is never good. We get that. But I find it interesting that this article just like shifts into this direction to make the entire article more believable or to add more credit to it, okay? Make it more sound more decent or more, more professional and severe. I find that cheap cheating in an article like that because we started off in the article like, I mean, just really talking about the most basic thing. Uh, I am wonderful the way I am. Okay, great. And then, you know, with after that, after these examples, there is this explanation about the psychological effect and so forth and so forth. I mean, it's not rocket science, but you get the picture. And um, in the end, there was nothing really uh, astonishing or satisfying in the article, but it was interesting that someone took the time to write this stuff. And uh, it still highlights the main problem in our society of how people see themselves. And because of all these society, uh, well, yes, all these changes in, in society, the pressure that we experience every now and then, the hustle we need to do something, um, you know, achieving, establishing goals, hunting for these goals and so forth. And it seems like the articles like these are written because there are people out there who have no goals. And yeah, that sounds harsh, but it's true. I mean, when you look at these Instagram uh, uh, profiles, there was one uh, that was shown as an example. Uh, unfortunately, I closed my computer. I shut it down. And uh, that was maybe something I could have shown you. But you know these, these, uh, the, you know these, these Instagram profiles more than enough yourself. You've seen enough. You've, you've seen them on dating sites like I have. And it's always about hunting for approval. So the effect, if, if someone is showing off cleavage somewhere out there, and they get like 4,000 likes. And within those, those, those pictures, with, within the posing, there is this slogan, this message, this super positive thing like, uh, be enough for yourself. Be good enough for yourself. The time is now to be good enough. Um, that deserves a lot of approval. I mean, many people seem to believe, men and women alike, and uh, that person gets like like bathed and watered and showered with, with likes and hearts and all sorts of emojis that don't mean a fucking thing. But they devour this stuff. They, they consume the information. That's the problem that we have, which the article did not address. It's not about feeling good. It's about consuming the false uh, appreciation, the false approvals, the likes that don't exist, and they will never exist. And the, the fact of the matter is, like the the example I, I, I told you before in the beginning, um, the value that someone has while giving, like performing in some way. For example, um, if you want to feel self self-love, it's not enough. 
of course, to just look in the mirror and think to yourself, yeah, I'm awesome. Um, the, the article did address that there is a, uh, a very pessimistic side in almost every person. And if the wording of that phrase that is supposed to build you up and give you confidence doesn't sound right, imagine that. Let that sink into your fucking head for a moment. If the sound of the phrase doesn't sound right enough to you personally, then the wording needs to be changed in order to make it likable for you. I'm not shitting you. I'm not making this up. Someone actually wrote that and called themselves a psychological expert. (sighs) Look, for the love of any fucking God you believe in, and I certainly hope you don't, there is no way in hell that... (laughs) kind of funny here, no pun intended, but there is no way that something like this could work and be beneficial for you in the long run. It's clearly impossible. And the reason for that is quite simply, you're lying to yourself. You don't like the sound of a phrase because you have bad thoughts because of it. You're like, you know, pessimistic. You see, you don't love yourself strongly enough because the wording doesn't fit your circumstance in life. Then I am sorry. Then you don't understand your life. That's the point. Because if someone has a problem in their lives, and let's face it, everyone has problems. You got problems. I's got problems. My dad has got fucking problems. God himself, if he existed, is a problem. But... You can't just talk it away and ignore the problem by saying uh, the magic words you're looking for and then make you feel better again. That is not the right way to, to, to approach a problem. The only way to approach a problem is to deal with the problem. You have to acknowledge that there is a problem. And yes, the problem is most likely you yourself. Yeah, that's harsh, isn't it? But it's true, because the only change that anyone is looking for and craving to have can only be found within yourself by dealing with a problem. And if you don't like yourself because, I don't know, you're too fat, your boobs are too small, your cock is too short, or you are too short, you know, uh, you're bald like me and you just feel miserable because no one likes you. Um... The secret to those things, most likely, or to my experience anyway, is, like I said in an older podcast, you shouldn't care. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, right, that's the key, motherfuckers. If you care too much about things that hurt you, you're giving your way, you're, you're, you're giving yourself away to the hurt. You're giving yourself away to be butchered. You're letting something or someone out there causing damage to you because you feel vulnerably vulnerable because of that if you don't care or learn not to care too much you can deal with these these things much better first of all second of all you have a clear mind and you can analyze what actually the problem is and then ask yourself the question is it worth it and if so what can i do to change it okay and if i convince you that you have to tell yourself every day in the right phrase and wording that these problems don't exist and that you're just super fine the way you are. What is going to change from that? 
Nothing. Nothing at all. And most people posting this bullshit on their Instagram profiles are not doing anything themselves. Many of their pictures, especially when they're you know, like traveling somewhere and, and you know, showing the super happiness shit, it's all fake. It's all fake. It always has been fake. Because if someone is really Look, there's a very simple, simple, simple explanation to prove to you why it's bullshit. If a person is constantly posting this kind of stuff, it's obvious why. They're looking for attention and approval once again. And then maybe in a clever combination with a, with a slogan and a phrase, gain even more approval and become like this, the super Buddha of positivity and energy and all this crap, right? But if a true person, if someone who's really enjoying his life, and the moment while traveling or seeing friends or discovering places and, and stuff like that. Um, it's not enough f- for them to... I mean, it is enough for them to not post something because they don't care. They're in the moment enjoying it. And if there is something out there that you would like to see and share with people, isn't it enough to make a picture of uh, the site that you have the landscape that you've seen, the animals that you've seen, is it necessary for you to be on those pictures yourself? Why, you need proof? You need to prove other people that you've been there? You see, that's what I'm getting at. We're just constantly lying to each other while doing this. We're not living in the real world. We're living on the web. Don't get me wrong. I love the internet. I love the possibilities. It's great. But we're not intelligent enough to use it properly, is what I'm saying. Um, I never post pictures about myself. I really never do. And if I do, I do it artistically with my puppet, which I haven't used in years, to be honest. Uh, I might do that in the future if I feel like it, but at the moment it's not really in my interest. But if I go out there um, with my mountain bike, exploring maybe another place that that I haven't been to, and I find an interesting some atmosphere somewhere that I'm trying to capture with my phone that I like sharing the landscape. I don't need approval for the landscape. I don't need approval for myself that I have found this landscape and I'm I'm, I'm sharing this. I just like to share the fact that I'm outside and enjoying nature, but I don't need approval for doing that. You know, people looking for that are, they're just sick in the head and they will stay sick because They will never get healed from the actual problem that they have. Now, I'm not saying that talking uh, positively to yourself, trying to convince you that uh, you're you're good or or whatever, is is never productive. It depends on the situation why you do it, right? Um, Let's say if you're in a you're you're struggling in a new job, and you're afraid, you're kind of shy, you can't re- really make the right connections to people. That stuff, that is stuff that I, I know very well myself. When I was like 18, 19, and I started working in, in, in the private sectors everywhere, then, I mean, I mean, not everywhere, but that was basically the start. Um, I had to learn the hard way how to deal with people, how to read people. And I do mistakes in that field too sometimes. I may, I mean, I still do, not as much as I did before, but this is this is a very tough experience for everybody to go through if you're just not experienced in the skill of communication, the soft skills that everyone has 
or doesn't have, or let's say in a small level, high level skills, um, you, you got to learn through this. You got to go through it. And if you give up on doing it by just forcing yourself to go to work, forcing yourself to change the job, go somewhere else, and you stay in that cocoon of, that protects you from being humiliated, from being attacked or whatever, if you're scared of communication because you just don't know how, you're going to stay scared. And that again is a problem in your life and an issue that you could improve on. And in order to realize that, you have to realize that you have the problem. And that can only be done if you find enough time in your life or someone to help you reflect upon yourself. Self-reflection is thankfully something that I have developed over the years. And I know exactly if I have a problem, where that problem comes from. And I know that if I messed up, then I fucking messed up and I know it. I'm fine with it. Maybe not always, but I can learn at least how to deal with it and find a solution for the next time. But I'm not sitting here talking to myself saying like, oh man, I'm awesome. I can do anything. I do that sometimes, but as a joke, because I like sarcasm and I like being a bit, uh, you know, uh, extravagant sometimes or... uh, I express myself in a very funny manner when I talk to people. I can make almost everyone laugh, which I enjoy. It doesn't work maybe here in the podcast and you think like, who's this fucking nuthead? I get that. I totally get that. But it's a different experience when you're in a room with people and you share that experience and you pull them into a conversation and tell them a story where they just cannot stop listening to you. That's powerful. That's really cool and so much fun. But, um, well, to get back to the, um, to the actual problem is we're living in a world where we haven't learned or forgotten to learn, or sorry, for, forgotten how to deal with actual problems, okay? And if you feel miserable about yourself, you know, being, we're not talking about depressions. Depression is another level. We're just talking about everyday life, that you don't like yourself because of something. Well, the, um, the self-glorification in social media and psychologists um, teaching these people that you should keep going and keep talking positively about yourself or reading self-improval uh, uh, books and, and lectures about or YouTube videos about this kind of stuff. You find all sorts of stuff where people are desperately trying to help others overcoming their obstacles. And sometimes it works, very often it doesn't. And um, that's basically always because of the same reason. No one is actually touching or starting from uh, solving the problems by their roots, where they actually come from. And let's 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 find another uh, example. If 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 a person is trying to feel good about themselves, the one thing that does help is to be helpful for other people. Now, I know this sounds like I stole it from Arnold Schwarzenegger in one of his latest books, like Be Be Helpful or whatever the book is called. Um, That might be true, and I give you that, but still, it is true. And I I just came up with the idea by by thinking about the article, like, you know, there's there's an element missing to the puzzle, which is the actual work to gain approval. In doing something in social media... 
like I just mentioned before, is not doing the work. You have to go out there and do something for people. You get approval from other people live in the real fucking world. The other way around is to make a performance for other people by creating, for example, artwork that you sell for someone to someone. You don't have to sell it. You can give it to someone uh, as a gift or by surprise just to make them feel good, which is something I did sometimes. When it, at least I, when I found the time to do it, and so forth. And it was, um, it's a very rewarding experience to know that you can touch people. Instead of just posting something like, hey, I'm here, I'm in Italy, yeah, I'm awesome. Yeah, fuck off. You know, it's, that's nothing special. We've all been somewhere at some point in time. We don't have to brag about it. But if you, uh, let's say you're, you're going shopping and there's an old lady uh, struggling with her bags because they're too heavy and she barely can make it. I did that once or maybe twice in my lifetime where I actually was aware that a person needed help carrying something. The best thing in that moment is to actually just go there and help. And maybe an old lady might be a bit startled and you know she needs maybe, uh, she might be insecure and has maybe, uh, is afraid of being robbed or mugged which is sadly a thing, even here. Um, but if you do it with a bit of finesse, you can ask at least politely for help and tell her that, look, it's fine. I'm just going to help you get home or get across the street or I'm going to help you put that stuff into your car. And the world is fine. If you get to that point where you can actually help someone or leave the door open for someone, be little bit, a little bit helpful by assisting other people in their daily lives. These little gestures are sometimes enough to get a massive positive feedback that will lighten up your day and especially the person that you just helped. That's worth something, okay? That's real approval. If you perform by a different task, let's say... um, a friend needs help and you're helping the friend renovating the place or moving or whatever it is. It's a tough job. Yeah, that's true. But once it's over, you will always get approval, for, at least for those people who actually treat you fairly and you will learn from that. If they don't, then fuck these guys, okay? <laughs> then you don't need to help them a second time. But most people are decent enough to actually show gratitude for the work you've, you've, you've done. And that is helpful to you personally because you have done something that was good for someone else and you gained approval. And that is real approval where you can say to yourself fairly, I did a really good job today. And that's fine because you did. It's actually real and it did happen. But if you tell yourself in the mirror, like this this fucking post that I, I read here on, on Instagram, uh, the time is now to be good enough. I'm sorry, where does that come from? I mean, who judges when enough is enough to be good? There is no, there's nothing. There's nothing on the table to, to come to this conclusion. Because first of all, the, the person doesn't know you. And if you're forcing yourself to repeat that shit, saying, yeah, I am enough. Uh, why? What exactly is enough? And you will find most likely no answer. But it feels good 
for a moment at least, to believe, yeah, I'm enough, I'm awesome. I'm, yeah, why exactly are you awesome? What's so good about you? And I, I swear to you, most people have no answer to that. It's interesting when you ask, ask somebody, what's the, what, what are the, the best attributes of you as a human being? The interesting thing is most people have no answer. <laughs> I would struggle by giving an answer as well, but I think I do know how to answer that. Maybe a bit too cocky, that might be true, because my ego is there. I cannot deny that. But I have weaknesses, and I would also mention those. My weakness sometimes is impatience. And I swear like a sailor, too. And my fart smell, oh man, that's so bad. Never mind, uh, bad topic. Um, where's my beer? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Wonderful. For some reason, I think the headache is going away. Damn, I think that beer is medicine. Well, self-approval, self-love, yeah, that's um, it becomes more toxic the longer I think about it. It's not really helping anybody, but I get the fact that it's very distracting to you, right? I mean, if you listen to the same garbage over and over again, you start to believe it without even improving anything in your life. Again, I have to, I cannot stress this enough. You have to do something to gain approval. Okay? Interestingly enough, with the artistic view, I think that's the most, um, the most logical uh, example I could give anyone. Let's say you're performing as a singer, or um, maybe, you know, like, like playing an instrument. You're at a birthday party and you surprise somebody by by singing a song for them, like a really interesting version of Happy Birthday, or just, uh, uh, I don't know, maybe writing a poem. And when someone, you know, is, is getting is getting married, you can, you can read the poem to them. It's this kind of stuff. Or you have maybe something else in mind. You have a painting that you created. You would like to give that to someone as a gift, which I have done myself. And, I mean, I can't sing. I cannot fucking sing. I wish I could. I can't. But um, this is something that I could do. I could paint. I can draw for people. I can make them laugh. I can make them cry. I can touch them. The approval I get is so strong for me that it always... I realize the strength that is absolutely real within me and something that I can do to touch people, to reach out to people. That's valuable. That is the one strength that never lets me down uh, because it's one of the, those, those purposes why I actually exist in this world, to create something for someone else or sometimes for myself because I believe in something, right? I made this, this painting uh, for uh, Peter Gabriel that you might find somewhere on Instagram, I think. I did post it on Facebook in a Peter Gabriel group um, it's, it's one of my favorite paintings, one of, and it took me a while to actually hang it up here in, in the new apartment because I was so goddamn lazy and tired all the time. I couldn't even get two nails to the, in, into the wall, which is a joke, actually. <laughs> I mean, I should be doing this drunk without a problem, but, you know, it's the winter phase, like I told you, I just fucking hate it. And, um, I, I hung up the painting in the corridor when I open my apartment door, the first thing that I will encounter is that painting. Um, yeah, I don't want to start ranting away with my 
everlasting love for this great artist. But um, this is, you know, there's a reason why I say it, though. There is solving problems, making yourself feel good doesn't come from repeating the positive phrases over and over again. Even if you find a wording and a phrase to your liking, it's not going to help. Don't believe anyone ever saying that to you. What helps is realizing and acknowledging the darkness that is somewhere in you, around you, or just um, right in front of you somewhere. Inevitable. You will crash into it. Um, Everyone needs to go through darkness at some point in time. It can be a short period of time. It can be a very small situation. It can be something very dark, large, uh, impactful, like losing someone you love or losing a job or just, you know, developing the first uh, depressive feelings. I mean, if you have true depression, that's a different case, of course, but it, it still comes up to the same conclusion. I think you need help. But... Anyone helping you will also help you understand that darkness. Otherwise, you will never be able to find the door to get out. And that's true. That's true for everything in life. Go through the darkness and you will see the lights when you've understood where to find it. Okay? And that's one of the reasons why, like I've said so many times, I really enjoy music in this regard because it helps me to reflect on the darkness within me. And Peter Gabriel does a fantastic job. I, I, I cannot stress that enough. But so do many other artists as well. And we all know how music can affect you. So I think if you feel down and beaten or like not worthy enough to be in this world, listen to music that you m- might like, not the happy stuff. The serious, good music that comes from the heart that has been crafted by artists who have put lots of love, blood, sweat, and heart into these songs. And you will find something in there which you can identify with, where you see yourself in the mirror as a reflection. And then you can learn something from it. And when you've identified that, you can successfully reach to the root of that problem and work it step by step off by just not stopping. Of course, it's hard. I mean, I'm, I can talk all day about this, but of course it's hard. It's always work. It is work sometimes to learn to like yourself, to learn to let go of the, the negativity that really pulls you down. And it's sometimes hard to fight this addiction of online approval that so many people are hunting for and craving for. And that's a disease that has got to stop. Well, anyway, these are my thoughts. Maybe you think I'm crazy. Maybe you understand what I'm saying. And uh, I just think we could do much more, you know. I mean, the problems that, that people are discussing here are like first world problems where they're looking for approval on, a, on, a, on an imaginary fucking website. Some, some imaginary fantasy land where everyone is awesome. I mean, sorry, we're not. We're not that awesome. We can be awesome. But for that, you got to do something for it, right? You, do, you don't wake up in the morning and becoming awesome automatically. 
You wake up to become you. You wake up to be Barbara, to be James, to be, uh, to be, I don't know, Mark. Okay. That's what you, that's who you are when you wake up. You don't wake up to become awesome. You become awesome by doing something that deserves awesomeness, respect, recognition, and approval over and over and over again. Doesn't matter if it's for a loved one or a stranger, but I guarantee you, you're going to feel great if you do something unique, uh, a small gesture for a stranger. That helps and that will help you feel better about yourself. I'm very sure about that. Well, anyway, uh, I did something funny today. I did, um, I shocked my co-workers. Um, I have, uh, I have a few co-workers, uh, who are all female. Uh, they do specific office jobs in that, in that company, uh, details, which I cannot disclose, but I can tell you that they're all quite friendly, uh, very funny and, and great colleagues to work with. I never had any issues with them, but today I sat down because I was invited over to their office, uh, for a quick, you know, brief chat about the current situation, uh, work and so forth. Um, and you know, the, the market and, um, all of a sudden, uh, I got lured into this, this, uh, Q and a from their side by trying to figure out what my, what, what kind of things I like in bed, right? The, the whole sexual stuff and what kind of type of woman do you like? Um, I find it interesting that they actually, after all this time where they have known me, okay, after all this time that we worked together, that they started asking me these questions now. So the, the one reason for it is, A, they were bored, because maybe not enough work. Uh, number, number, number two would be one of them maybe had a, a funny idea of asking those questions as a joke and thought, yeah, why don't we just call him and ask him? Or C, uh, they, one of them has an interest in me, which I do not believe. But that would be an option or a possibility, but I don't believe it. Uh, why would they? You know, I, I gave them all the necessary information uh, that they needed to know that I'm not looking for anyone. <laughs> and I never will, at least not in the company. And um, I shared with them, because one of them didn't stop asking me, about my sexual preferences and all that. And I, I answered in a very, um, I thought about it first. I never gave away what my type of woman is. I don't want to. That's my personal secret. And I find that kind of, um, it, that's holy to me. I would tell you guys at some point, you know, but at work, why should I? I don't benefit anything from that. Because quite frankly, <laughs> The type I would be looking for if I wanted to is not even anywhere close to me. So why should I even talk about it? But um, the rest about the sexual preference, I, I hesitated at first and I thought, you know, uh, maybe that's not a good idea. But then I ran with it and I thought, okay, what the hell? What's the worst that can happen? Right? They asked for it. So not all of them, but one did. And so I gave her a pretty straight answer and told her that things I like are kind of kinky violent, brutal, uh, this dominant stuff, not brutal in terms of blood, mind you, not, not that, but uh, there is a severe, uh, dominance role that I do like in some sexual contest, uh, context where 
I like uh, things that are a bit more rough than the normal stuff, right? Um, and I try to describe it as reasonable as possible and try to explain to her that I did make these experiences and I have tried a couple of things over the years with various women and I discovered that I really like this shit. It's so much fun. And all of a sudden the topic was dead. You know, there was a little bit of silence in that room and they had enough information from me. So that's it. You know, and I, I know that this is going to stay in their head for a little while. Not for long, but for a little while. And they will not ask me a second time. <laughs> At least I don't think so. There's maybe one colleague there that finds it intriguing and might be interested in, in experiencing this kind of power role play. But um, everyone else on that table, no. I think I'm pretty sure about that but it was a fun day though and i had some laughs so that's cool um anyway i gotta keep going um my life is to many people outside of the podcast <laughs> of yeah i mean outside of the podcast maybe the wrong word but most people um, outside of my domain, my life, when they look at my life, they think that my life is not very interesting or boring until they get to know me a little bit and then understand all the things that I like to deal with or that I'm interested in. My activities, my hobbies, my side jobs, my, uh, my, my travel experiences, my dad and all the luxury that comes with it, the benefits of traveling to Asia to see my good old dad. Um, in case you're listening, Dad, hey, how are you doing, man? How are you doing? Yeah, high five. No, just joking. He never listens to this. <laughs> um, my life is, at this moment, quiet. Very quiet. That's true. But I am so preoccupied in my head with everything that I still need to do, am doing, and will do in the future, um, that... I sometimes forget that I'm looking forward to my next vacation. And my next vacation will be Athens a second time to visit a very, very close friend of mine. I'm looking forward to that, which will happen sometime in May. Um, and I will post. I will post some pictures on Instagram, of course, because I'm on vacation. But I'm not going to show any pictures of myself. Maybe my friend is going to do that. I don't know. I can't really control what she does why should i but um since athens is a very beautiful city with amazing architecture at some point and just a huge huge landscape of mountain hills and buildings that go way up to the horizon it's it's not as stuffed and packed full like uh, kuala lumpur for example i mean kuala lumpur is is from the outside a very interesting and breathtakingly large city, but it's not beautiful. The Twin Towers are great. Everything else is rather not. You know, it's, it's, a, bit, it's a bit of a letdown. You have to be a real fan of these kinds of cities. The next city I would like to see at some point in time is New York, but um, heck, I'm, I'm not sure if I can afford that because America is kind of expensive. The flights, not so much, but the food, uh, living down there, and, you know, that's, 
that's that's tough. That's it's really tough for my for my uh, uh, salary. That's probably not even doable. Hmm. But who knows? There's always Asia, baby. Yeah, we can go there. Maybe Philippines again. I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to, you know, I'd like to go to uh, Davao. I haven't been there. Uh, I haven't been at Davao directly. I think from what I've understood and from what I've uh, read and learned online, it's one of the more safest or safer cities with a lot less crime and corruption than, uh, for example, uh, Manila or, excuse me, or Angola City and, you know, places like that. So I'm thinking about that. I'm I'm not going to travel this year, though. I don't think I will. But it's it's still on my table, somewhere. Who knows? Uh, first of all, I just Athens comes first, and I want to visit my friend. Uh, I'm going to celebrate my uh, my birthday there. For the first time in years, I'm going to celebrate my birthday on a on a small scale, private, but with good friends. So that's a nice change, for a while. I think the next party I'm going to make or do is when I'm 50. <laughs> Which is going to be in five years, man. That's like nothing. I started this podcast when I was 40, and and, and I'm 45 now, right? And I I did some interesting things in, in the meantime, but, you know, relationship-wise or something like that, nah, forget it. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. I need to travel more, for sure. Okay, never mind. That was enough rambling. I wish you all the best, guys. Um, as, as usual, stay safe. Stay, uh, stay kind if you can. Stay focused. And do something nice for other people. Have a blessed and an awesome weekend. I'll be back soon enough. Take care and bye.